Hi, this is Sometimes in Life with Noura Karim, the podcast, where I help you hold conversations with yourself and with others that build. I believe everything starts with a healthy heart. And in this Ramadan series called What I Learned, we're going to engage our hearts in hopes to help close the gap between how we see ourselves and what Allah, the Creator, told us about us in His book. I wish I was dumb. Sometimes, I wish I could just go back to not knowing anything. These are statements that I hear a lot in my sessions. Sometimes in life, we may feel like we know way too much for our own good. And now that we know things, we can't go back to unknowing them, and therefore that feeling hurts us. Here's what I learned. When we become, when we start to become more aware of things, whether it's about ourselves, why we act the way we do, uh, why we need certain things, why we don't do what we say we're going to do, or even awareness about others. In the beginning, this process can be painful. It can hurt. And I'll tell you why with a little story. So when I first started going into psychology and studying people, I would buy a lot of books on the topics that would intrigue me. Yet at the same time, even though I wanted to learn more, I didn't. So sometimes I would buy books and I would put them on my shelf for years before I had the courage to pick it up and read. I remember this one book on anger that I read the first chapter and then I put it away for a whole year before I was ready to pick it back up and read it. The second time I picked it up, I was ready for it. I was ready for the change that it asked me to do, that I knew I would have to create. So I can totally relate and understand the feeling of, now that I know things, I can't unknow it and unsee it and it hurts me and I just want to pretend like it it didn't happen. How can I do that? Say for instance, someone realizes that, okay, I'm really good at avoiding things. Okay, yes, this trait sucks. I don't like it. But it's a lot easier, or at least it seems a lot easier in the moment, for me to pretend like I don't really know it, like I don't really do it. And here's where the feeling of, I wish I can unsee the fact that I do engage in this type of behavior, that I do avoid. And I'll tell you a little secret why people tend to avoid knowing things. Why we, why it scares us. Because when we know things, there's suddenly, we're at a point in life where we have a choice. And that if we take that choice, it means that we're going to have to change something. For someone that avoids things, this might mean that, okay, I'm going to have to stop avoiding. I'm, ha- I'm going to have to address things. I'm going to have to face things. I'm going to have to build the courage to do that. I'm going to have to face the reasons why I tend to avoid things. There's a lot of questions that pop up along the way. 
And these things take dedication, they take work, and they can be kind of scary because it usually means we're going to have to let go of things that we like. It might be letting go of, you know, like who I thought I was, like the, the part of me that, you know, I just like other people to take care of things. This is my way of taking care of them. It could be. Whatever it is, there is this feeling of, I need to let go of something, and therefore I'm going to grieve for whatever it is that I'm letting go. But I do need to let go of something in order to build a new possibility for myself, in order to behave in a new way and be someone a little bit different. Scary, yet empowering. Here's the truth. Knowing, awareness, is a gift. This trigger inside of us that tells us that something is wrong or something could be better, that we can be better, is a gift. Yes, even when it hurts. For as long as we're alive, God is going to send triggers. He's going to send his ayat, his guidance. Because he has hope in us, even when we lose hope in ourselves or other people around us lose hope in us, that doesn't mean that God lost hope in you. As long as you're alive, he has hope in you. And the ayah that I want to talk about today in particular is This voice inside of us that God swore by that tells us and triggers us when things are wrong. This feeling of guilt, shame, um, that comes when we engage in wrong behavior, when we're going down a wrong path, that tells us that we can be better. When this voice pops up, people have two choices. We either listen to it and we change our story, we change our behavior or we don't listen to it. When we choose not to listen to it, what has to happen after it is we tend to numb that feeling, that voice, because we want to stop feeling it. Because I chose not to change, so therefore, shush, I don't want to hear you. So we numb it through entertainment, through drinking, through smoking, through people, anything that keeps us away from that voice. So even sleeping at night becomes really hard. I know people that sleep with earphones on. They have to listen to something even at the last minute before they sleep because they can't stand a moment being alone. Because if they're alone, that voice is going to pop up. And that voice is a gift. And we all have that voice, Muslims and non-Muslims, that can guide us, that tells us, okay, right and wrong, that makes us feel those feelings. They're heavy feelings, shame and guilt, but they're there for a reason. And it's out of mercy that we feel those feelings. The only thing that's scary is not feeling those feelings. Because when we stop feeling it, we know that we have numbed it, layer after layer after layer that we no longer can feel it 
and hear it. Had the, the part of us that God put inside of us, the part of us that guide us, the gut feeling, the instinct that connects us to God, had the nur the light inside of us. It's scary when you're not in touch with it anymore, when you can't hear it. What I would like to invite you to do, the next time you feel this voice inside of you, and when it pops up, and the first instant that might come about is, oh, I want to pretend like it didn't happen. I didn't hear it. I didn't see it. No, 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 no. That might happen. And it's okay. When you feel that feeling, pause. Pause. Acknowledge that the voice is there. Acknowledge the feeling. Three, be grateful. Because that voice is from God. Be grateful that you can still feel it, that there's still hope for you. That He still has hope in you. Four, change your story. And by that I mean act in a way that you're called to act. So if you're used to avoiding things and you feel this gut and this voice inside of you that's saying this, this behavior no longer suits you, you need to change something, try acting in a different way that you normally wouldn't. So instead of avoiding it, you might say, I'm not ready to talk about it yet. I need a little bit more time. You could take baby steps. But just something to show you that you can be different. That you can choose differently. Something that erupts that pattern and that story that we created for ourselves and that identity of this is who I am and this is how I act. Something that can open up a new possibility for how we see ourselves and therefore how we can behave and what we choose. And something to show God that we are grateful for this voice inside of us that's guiding us and that we listened. And all what we're asked to do is just to try our best. And this is what we will be talking about tomorrow, our best vs. perfection. This was Sometimes in Life with Noura Karim. Subscribe to the podcast and share with family and friends. I will be doing one podcast every day for the next 30 days of Ramadan. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.